It's the last-minute post-shopping holiday special with Bryant Heatherly version of the half-quarter-past-late-night-night podcast with Bryant Heatherly. And here's your host, Bryant Heatherly. Are we still doing this? Okay. All right. Uh, hey, everybody, this is Bryant, the host of the Half Quarter Past Late Night Night podcast with Bryant Heatherly. You know that podcast you listen to late at night when you seek comfort. It's been a little while. If you recall from our last episode, our studio was destroyed by our guests, which was unfortunate. Uh, we had to move our offices to a cardboard box on the corner of Rodeo and Santa Monica, so that was was tough for a little bit, but we are back, we've got a new studio, and we've got a great show for you tonight. It's a late for joining us folks this is the half quarter past late night night podcast we've got a wonderful selection of guests for you today we've got a sports personality and a lawyer so hopefully my producer gave me the right job titles for once so we can have a good normal podcast oh i forgot to read this our sponsors today are my mother that's right my mother has sponsored this podcast which means there's a few new changes we have to tone the language down on our show so this is no longer an r-rated night 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 podcast this is now a pg-13 night night podcast so that's one change It's also been requested that we tone down our mentions of drug use, alcohol use, sexual situations, and Lord Byron outright is banned. With that being said, as the majority shareholder of the podcast, my mother has said she'll take a hands-off approach. So, once again, our sponsor is my mom. Let's go ahead and get to the news. Reading the lines, reading the lines, he reads the lines. Due to climate change and natural erosion, natural parks are creating new water runoff features in parks in states such as California, Utah, Montana, and Colorado. However, park officials recommend that you do not go chasing these waterfalls and just stick to the rivers and the lakes that you're used to. And speaking of California, get out your raincoats and your boats because all of the rain that's been falling the past few weeks is going to turn this into a wet Christmas. So you better watch out. You better not cry. You better look up. I'm telling you why. There's rain coming down. Ready to turn your clocks back yet again? Congress is proposing a new law to manage our time a little bit better by making four time changes in a year instead of just one. 
So just like the seasons, we're going to fall back in the fall. We're going to fall back again in winter. And then we're going to go forward in spring and then forward again in the summer and then right back again in the fall. And it's going to be all great with the time and we're all going to get used to it. And it's going to cause no problems whatsoever to the seasons or to the farmers or even your Halloween. So uh, be prepared to turn back on January 3rd. Several high-value paintings and statues stolen last December were found in a warehouse in Sao Paulo last week. The owners are sad that last Christmas they gave you their art, but the very next day you gave it away. But they are happy to know that this year, to save them from tears, they're going to give it to someone special. (laughs) Remember the television channel Animal Planet? Well, the creators have come together to found a new channel specifically designed for your domestic household cats. Said channel will feature videos of birds, mice, and other field creatures so that cats can look at them during the day. Nature documentaries about lions, pumas, jaguars, and other large cats that hunt small creatures to make your cat feel more important about herself. And of course, commercials for all of those new fancy treats, toys, and other games and activities to keep your cat healthy, occupied, and otherwise spending money in this capitalist society. (laughs) Well, folks, we had to go through a lot of listings to find our current studio. We kept track of them on this handy-dandy notebook between me, my producers, my development team, our sponsors, and our shareholders. And we can compare these notes with you and tell you these bullets that we dodged. In this new segment, I like to call Real Estate Rodeo Disaster. First up was a quaint little place that was 100 square feet. That's right, 100 square feet. Not enough to throw a baseball in, not enough to bounce off the walls. Definitely not enough to put up our sound equipment and recording equipment and the seats and also the requirements needed to record indoors. We gave this place one star, but the real estate agent considered showing us even more of the 100 square foot area. There was a tiny little pot for the bathroom, no parking, no windows. It was in the basement of a 30-floor apartment complex. I don't know why she showed us an apartment complex, seeing as we're a studio and we need space. So we got out of there. Next up was more speed with... 1,400 square feet, That's it's not a lot, but it's enough, enough for our equipment, enough to get everything set up, enough to record, just a few problems, it was up by the beach, so that would be slightly difficult for our crew, myself, and any guests to go to, however, the beach wasn't the only problem, it was also on a rocky cliff, Facing the beach, a few miles from civilization, there's a lighthouse just a few yards away, so that's always lit up, so we would always constantly be dealing with that, and the sounds coming from there, as well as the fog, the pterodactyl flying around, and the fact that it was a small castle with visible reanimation equipment in the basement. We thanked our agent and asked for the next listing. Our next listing we weren't seriously considering, but our engineer Jeremy found it, and we were like, what the heck, 
let's go anyway. It's worth the trip. We'll never get to go again. And it's a once of a lifetime experience. And also it kind of makes sense with the holidays. So we took a jet up to the North Pole and visited a small studio just outside of the workshop there. There's a few issues. One, of course, being the distance. We'd have to permanently relocate over there. And I like California. My crew likes California. My guests, it's easier for them to get here since it's a central location rather than, you know, jetting up to the North Pole or, heck forbid, zooming into this podcast. That would, I can't imagine how that would work. It, we have to be in person for this medium to work. It, it doesn't really do otherwise. So, we, <laughs> it's a once-in-a-lifetime thing, though, the, the North Pole. Heck, we had to get as much sightseeing done as we could. Unfortunately, our cameras froze, and at least two-thirds of our crew was eaten by polar bears, reindeer, and meth-addled elves. We got a few autographs and took the first commercial airline out of there that we could back to the sunny side of California where it is currently raining and flooding and storming. Back to you. Thanks, me. All right. Now, as you may recall from earlier, we were recording from a cardboard box in a park in Beverly Hills. That was not fun for us. It was multiple cardboard boxes, mainly refrigerator boxes, a few oven boxes. It was quite intricate. I'm pretty sure some kids were using it as a castle after we left during the evenings. We had to rebuild every day, of course. But it was, it was an experience. It was a challenge. We were able to get back on our feet, but we did end up finding this lovely studio here that meets all of our needs. It's got great acoustics, enough distance, so I don't even have to get within eye distance or breathing distance. God forbid one of these engineers touch me. But I think it's time for us to introduce our first guest. It's time to listen to a guest, listen to a guest, listen to a guest. He is some kind of athlete, I hope. Welcome, um... Thad Bozeman. Ah, yes, um, Thad. Thad? Uh, you're an athlete of some kind, a sports person or other? Yeah, if you can call it a sport, but I mean, I, I guess, yeah, you can call it a sport race car driving, race car. So, I do drive a race car for a living. I go around and around the track every day, and I'm just chuffed to be here, mate, and... I've always listened to your show. We always have it. And I, I'm part of the NASCAR, but I'm, you know, one of the few Australian, uh, you know, Aussie drivers. So it's 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 a little difficult for me. But uh, after you, I, I love this conversation and I love this, this podcast. I'm going to be honest. I didn't understand a single word you just said. Are you speaking English at least? Uh, race car driving, maybe, I think you said. Oh, that's correct, Bright. Uh, yeah, I'm a race car driver, and uh, you know, I'm just that kind of athlete. You know, I've, I've only, I haven't won any cups yet, but I am part of the team. I uh, I definitely don't change the tires. That's 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 for damn sure. So uh, you know, you know, when cunts like me, we we go around, we 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 just go around the track over and over again. I'm definitely definitely not part of the peak crew. Uh, oh, okay. Uh. 
how how did you get on my show? Who who booked you? I got it through Chad. You know, your producer Chad. He he booked me on the show, and uh, you know, as they say, the rest is history. So you know, I'm I'm here on the show to talk about my illustrious uh, race car driving experience, and you know, you don't get too many of me around here, so. You know, I, I can tell you all there is to know about going round and round and, and, you know, Lightning McQueen and stuff like that. I'm going to be very honest, Thad. I'm so confused. I, I, I think there's too much nog in this eggnog that we've all been drinking on, but... Oh, it, it, that's, that's nutmeg. Okay. Uh, yeah. So, Thad, let's... Let's do some interview questions. <clears throat> Question number one. Thad, are you ready for this? Oh, I'm so ready. Oh, I'm pissing my pants right now. Careful there, buddy. More yelling like that and popping those peas. You're going to make these microphones and all these speakers and eardrums and our poor, gentle listeners. You're going to make them sad. But you passed with that answer to that question. So we are going to move on to question number two. So there's a new energy drink in town, but you're on a diet. So it's either this energy drink full of sugar or this high energy protein bar. However, if you eat the bar, you're going to get sick and you're going to throw up in your car later. But if you drink the drink, you're going to get a headache later and your blood sugar is going to thin and you're going to crash your car quickly. What do you do or I give the controls to my pit boss and he gives me the keys and I jump in that car and I just drive around and around and I win my first cup and Jeff Gordon kisses my ass. Hey, hey buddy, I don't know if you heard my announcements from, you know, earlier in the podcast, but I know things are a little bit different in Australia, but please mind toning down the language my mom is listening to this podcast, okay? Oh, all right. I guess for your mum, we'll, we'll tone it down just a bit or watch me in the mouth just a bit. So, uh, yeah, anything for your mum, wank. All right, I'm going to pretend I didn't hear that and move on to this next question. Probably our final question. So, there's a bunch of Christmas songs out there. It is the season. What is your favorite Christmas love song? Now, Brian, I uh, hear you went through a breakup recently. I don't know why you're asking about love songs. It's going to... It's going to make you feel upset, mate, so I'm just going to not talk about it. So, you know, we're not going to talk about Christmas or being alone for the holidays or, uh, you know, spending your first Christmas all alone. No cat, no uh, no significant other, and you're just going to be all alone. Oh, I'm so sorry, Mike. I didn't. I don't mean to upset you. I uh, let's uh, uh, anything I can do. Can I can I get your, your engineer to get us any water or anything? Uh, uh, bright. Well, it seems your engineer is giving me some kind of hand signal. I uh, I'm, I'm gonna get you some tissues, but uh, in the meantime, I think we better throw to commercial.
So you should know that your tax dollars should go towards none other than public radio. Here at public radio, we know it's a responsibility of every donor to donate to people with voices like mine, talking about topics that range from politically inadequate to hilariously non-sequiterial. Now, we have things like driveway moments where we pretend that you're so interested in what we're saying that you stay in your car for an extra 30 minutes to hear how the story ends and that you want to hear this voice and this voice does not get on your nerves. Well, this is an ad for public radio. So you should listen to public radio since your tax dollars are already subsidizing my voice and every topic I discuss. Join us on Wednesdays where we ask the most recent matters of Delco and we shopping holiday special with Bryant Heatherly edition of the half quarter past late night night podcast with Bryant Heatherly. Of course, I'm your host Bryant Heatherly and with us is Thad Bozeman, an Australian race car driver with whom I had write down several things during the break so that I could understand him more clearly. And we have another guest in the room with us, a lawyer. Yes, that's right. My name is Helvetica, and I am a maritime lawyer, and I am here to serve all of your law needs as long as they involve the ocean or Neptune or sisters or selling your voice to sea witches. Oh, uh, so you have experience with uh, fighting sea witches for voices. Do you know Ariel? Yes, Ariel is my sister. Again, my name is Helvetica, and I am, as you can see, I am a mermaid, and I am a mermaid lawyer, so I represent anyone that includes, you know, starfish, or seagulls, or pelicans, you know, even even sea anemones sometimes need legal representation, Bryant. And it is not fair for you to assume that just because someone lives in the ocean or they do not have access to common currency such as dollars and have to use sand dollars or little pieces of metal that fall off boats or sea turtles, which are trapped in six packs and... You know, those are great for us because it's a real convenience. So, you, you know, you drop those in the ocean and then the turtles think it's food. So you get, it gets trapped in their shells. And then when multiple ones get up, we kind of scoop them up and we put them on our carts and we sell them door to door as well as on the streets in our underwater cities. And it is mm, 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 
delicious. Wait, so you're saying that you destroying our ecosystem, our planet, is good for your underwater cities, your your mermaids, and all that. You you love it. You you've embraced capitalism down there, even though it's destroying our our you know our sea anemones ourselves. You know our coral reefs. You can see that, and it is. You, you're fine with that. Thad, I am this close to throwing you out. I am the host here. You have disrespected me. You have disrespected the rules. Please let me interview my guest. Helvetica. So, uh, I noticed that is also a font and not an ocean. So, I noticed the other mermaids in the movies and the Hans Christian Andersen and all that, those make-believe fairy tales and stuff, they're named after the ocean. So, why, why is your name different and... Is there a tale behind it? Are you also the seed of Neptune or Poseidon or whomever you want to take as your oceanic deity? Or are you something else entirely? Or are you kind of like that sailor myth where you're like a bird type of... No, you're not You're not a siren. You're a mermaid, right? So, uh, Brian, I'm, and I mean this respectfully, I, shut the fuck up, okay? I am here to talk. I don't care if it's you interviewing me or this Australian hunk butt, but... um. I am here to talk about me, myself, my career, and just generally expose my goings on to the general public. So I don't care about all this animosity that's going on between you and Thad. So get it together, okay? Get it together. I'm going to answer your questions, both of you. So calm down. Okay. Now... Dad, thank you so much for answering that question, or I'm so sorry, positing that question. Yes, we have embraced capitalism down in the ocean. Uh, you are destroying our atmosphere as well, our ecosystem, but we are adapting. We've always adapted. Homo mermaidus has always been better than you humans, because we have adapted to underwater, we've adapted to magic. Heck, I am above the ocean right now, and I can walk both worlds. Can you walk both worlds? I have a JD. Do you have a JD? I did not think so. And secondly, Bryant, yes, I am not named after an ocean. I am the scholarly one. This is a name that I chose for myself because I am an independent woman and I can make choices for myself. So you both better get it together before I swim all the way back to my home in Lake Michigan and you feel sorry for inviting me on the podcast in the first place. Okay, okay, okay. Yes, you are correct. We are a little hostile today. I think we should just cool down, take in the holiday spirit, drink some more eggnog, eat a few cookies, wait for the big man to come down and make his big announcement at the end of the show. So I apologize. I apologize to you, Thad. I apologize to you, Helvetica. Let's get on with the show. Uh, Are we ready to play yes, no, maybe, maybe not? Yes, no, maybe, maybe not. Let's find out.
Okay, you know how it's played. Viewers at home, keep your mouths shut. We're going to give these guests some yes, no, maybe, maybe not questions. It's been a long time since we've done a, a twofer, so it's going to be fun. It's going to be interesting. We're not going to repeat questions, so they're both going to have a chance to answer the questions, but you already know the rules. You listen every week. So let's begin. Number one, samba or reggae? I think that you go ahead. No, no, you. All right. So I am going to say maybe because uh, I love dancing and there is just makes me feel all happy. Well, I am similar, except as you can see. I do not have feet, so we swim in the ocean, and our Christmases are a little bit different. We hang the starfish, and we get the old boots and hang them up over our chimneys. Yes, we have chimneys. We have them attached to boilers and bubblers, and we also get gifts, and they are wrapped up in tinfoil. And you know what? That's how we like it. Fascinating. So I've got another question for both of you. So yes, no, maybe, maybe not. I'm going to be rocking around the Christmas tree this year. It's going to be the hopping kind of rock. So uh, what instrument am I bringing to this party? Of course you're going to go with the pufferfish because the pufferfish is kind of like the bagpipes of the sea. You kind of blow into it and you kind of press the spines in different ways while you're blowing into it and it kind of bubbles out and that's how we hear the music underwater is the bubbly vibrations. So again, I'm going to go with pufferfish. Uh, Brian, I know you want me to say you want me to say didgeridoo, but I'm not going to say that. I am going to say yes. You play all the instruments. You going to rock around the Christmas tree is a bass guitar, drums, saxophone, clarinet, trombone, trumpet, triangle, quince, flute, diaphragm, mayonnaise, and armpits, and that is going to be your band for rocking around the Christmas tray. Wonderful answers so far. We've got one more yes, no, maybe, maybe not question for you both, and this one's quite a doozy, and we all know this is for the marbles. So, we all know Santa is an alcoholic, card-dealing womanizer, and he's on his third wife. What was his first wife's name? You have 10 seconds. Go. I think that the answer is maybe not. Because I don't think that Santa's had more than two wives. But uh, I, I am not certain. So I'm just going to say maybe not. Her name is Tiffany, 100% Tiffany, because Santa seems like he would marry the kind of woman that would be named Tiffany, and then she would want all of his money, since he is, you know, Santa Claus. So, you know, it goes from first wife to 
you know, second wife, and now he's on his third wife. First wife is Tiffany, and that's my final answer. I'd like to point out that uh, I was the only one that followed the instructions and, uh, you know, answered the yes, no, maybe, maybe not questions with, you know, yes, no, maybe, maybe not. So, um, I feel like Ilvedica should be disqualified and, uh, I should win by default. While no one likes the tattletale, I do want to tell you, Thad, that you have won our yes, no, maybe, maybe not segment of our podcast. Although I have been given a note by our producer that we didn't interview Helvetica enough, so I've got a couple more questions for her. Helvetica, give us a day in the life of a mermaid lawyer. Thank you so much for taking an interest in me. Um... Well, it begins like any other day. You know, I wake up, eat my squid flakes, and, <laughs> you know, um, you go to court, sue the pants off that witch that stole my cousin's voice, and, you know, relax, do some paperwork, abuse some interns, get lunch, come back accuse a judge of sexual harassment, and, you know, go home. Sounds eventful. I have been given notice that our special guest is almost here, so we are going to be wrapping up here shortly. Uh, is there anything you guys want to plug? Yes. So, um, well, my next race is going to be in Talladega, and, um, I am going to be in third position, so, um, go down there and root for me, and I'm gonna win. And there we are. Thank you so much, Brian, for having me on the show. And I just want to say... Thank you so much for having me on the show. I want to plug my law firm, Aqua, Aqua, and Oceana. And one day, I'm going to be a partner, and Poseidon can kiss my flaky tail. And that's it. That's all I wanted to plug. Thank you so much. I want to remind listeners, we do have an Instagrams and a Tweeters now. As well as uh, you can go on my website, BrianHeatherly.com, to view videos, music, other things like that, as well as direct links to this podcast. And we are on Spotify, Google Podcasts, and Podomatic, uh, and working on getting iTunes set up, as well as working on a video. So uh, look for that in the next couple months. Uh, we're going to be working hard on that. Uh, we hope you enjoyed the show, and here comes our special guest. Have happy holidays. We'll see you in the next year. Hello, it's me, 26-year-old Ringo Starr. Well, I should clarify I'm the hologram of 26-year-old Ringo Starr. And we're wishing you 
A happy Christmas from all of us at the half quarter past late night. Night podcast with Brian Tetherly. And we'll see you in the next year. And have a happy, happy, happy octopus.